Hello and welcome to Ruth Bear's Witness, the podcast, where you can listen to the stories I've written in my blog posts. Thank you for joining me today for my blog post entitled, On Christ the Solid Rock I Stand, Rebuilding Our Family After Crisis, part of my series called Thriving Through Breast Cancer. It is the night before I turn 38 years old. Sleep has eluded me as reflections of one of the more dizzying years of my life scroll through my head. So much has happened in the past 365 days of my life that I am floored that tonight I can say with crushing confidence that we are overcoming because of God's wonderful, immeasurable, uncontainable goodness. I celebrated 15 years of marriage with my husband on a dream vacation in Italy. After six years of heartache, I've seen my child restored to me from the claws of pandas. Her new life and her smile are deeply treasured. I was diagnosed with breast cancer and underwent intense treatment so that today I stand before the world cancer-free. So much more has happened, but those are the showstoppers during the 37th year of my life. And as usual, intermingled in this brain's chaos are snippets of lyrics from songs at church this past Sunday morning. I stood and sang, belting them out, so sorry to the lovely people who find themselves right in my path with my strong and loud voice, the way I usually do. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Old songs that I've sung since I was a small child. Jesus is my victory this year, even in all that has been lost. And I stood certain of that confidence until my voice caught in my throat as my sheer mortality socked me in the stomach. A simple phrase brought me to my knees. Oh, praise the one who paid my debt and raised this life up from the dead. Oh, praise the one who paid the debt and raised this life up from the dead. Now I understand these words are referring to spiritual life and spiritual death, but I saw it anew after realizing my physical life was definitely on the line this year. So many what-ifs can play out in my head in three seconds flat, and I nearly had to pick myself up off that cold floor because Those what-ifs are not written in my story today. It reduced me down to my bones and marrow, to my basic me. And I determined in the time it took the congregation to finish the obligatory repeats of the song's bridge that I have to finish recovering, get up, and go. Why? Because even though I'm almost through this cancer tunnel, I am turning 38 tomorrow, and my eldest daughter is healthy. Some things have fallen into disrepair because of the trauma done to my body. My children and my husband have suffered too. So many days I could not get out of bed. The kitchen floor that hasn't been properly mopped since I don't know when. The fresh incisions, newly fading scars, and the bald head that make my five-year-old wonder if I'm still the same mom. The son who already lost his birth mother to an unknown illness and faced the idea of another truly sick mother. 
The days that chemo had fogged my brain out so bad that I could hardly communicate, let alone be kind to my already traumatized children. The backward developmental spin my preschooler has taken after working so hard and so diligently since her rough beginnings and medical issues these past five years to just try to get her ready for kindergarten. The fractured relationship between my oldest two from years of their own illnesses driving them apart. My spiritually bereft teenagers. My overworked and stressed out husband trying to balance more than his share to take up my slack. And so as my health continues to improve and chemo side effects wear off, it's time to repair the damage. And the only way I can see forward is more Jesus. Some problems will naturally disappear as my physical health and appearance improve. But this year has also taught me a difficult lesson. Who knows what tomorrow brings? I forgot that I still have power and spiritual authority in my own home and even over the lives of my teens. They're missing out on the lavish feast on this dinner table as they settle for scavenged crumbs on the floor. And right now, it definitely feels like we are starting over in many ways. Where to begin? Well, we decided that five nights a week we will sit down briefly with the teens and do a simple Bible reading plan and pray together before bed. I did this when they were younger. Why not do it again? It's time to remind ourselves that we are on the same team. Time to rebuild a solid foundation for them. Life is hard, but we don't have to let it tear us apart or drag us down. And I refuse to roll over and play dead in crisis. Jesus never does any of those things. He builds up and he restores. He is abundant life. He is a deep well that never runs dry. I refuse to allow these truths to remain lost on my kids. So even if tomorrow brings on another calamity, it won't consume me. I can remember, on Christ the solid rock I stand. Life's ups and downs, the good and the bad times are nothing more than shifting quicksand. Cheers to another 38 years. To read or to listen to more Ruth Bears Witness stories, visit ruthbearswitness.wordpress.com. Thanks for joining me today. Take care and God bless.